And we're on. And hopefully this sounds <laughs> fucking better because if it doesn't, I might take lives soon. And I'm Darcy. <laughs> I'm Danny. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the shardiest show ever. <laughs> it's, it's been a shardy day. That is for sure. <laughs> oh, I swear to fucking God. <sighs> All right. This, this had better sound better because... Because it's just better. <laughs> We've tried everything. We're kind of not technologically savvy. I mean, I'm not at all. Like, but the thing is, I am. Well, I'm, I'm just prove it. Fuck off, Darcy. You're a piece of shit. I don't know why I fucking thought it was a good idea to have a podcast with you. That's like the called anybody else thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I'm blushing. I could have texted anyone. <laughs> but you text me. <laughs> How you doing, doll? <laughs> Dolly, you're a piggy bank. That one's for Diane Brisson because I know she's going to listen. And that was Karen from the salon. Yeah, you know, Karen. Dolly, you clicking. You know who I'm talking about. That's just for you. <laughs> Any hoodles? What are we doing today, Ms. Darcy? We are going to talk about Fort Knox in Prospect, Maine. And that's Fort Cox. Well, that's basically it. Fort Cox. It's just a bunch of dinkies. <laughs> it's like a, it's like, uh, what's the, what's the fucking Stonehenge? I'm just thinking of big dinkies. Are Fort you, Cox. Are you waving your fingers at me? <laughs> like, because whenever I think of the word dinky, it makes me laugh so much because I think of like, almost like the version of like the um, wacky and wavy inflatable arm flailing yes. tube man, but like a little rubbery dinky. Could you imagine if we created like a Stonehenge out of massive rubber dinkies that would sway in the wind like that? That would be the biggest tourist attraction in this area. I feel like we we would get sued. Like Pony, Ponyhenge that I sent you that video of. I want to go there so bad. Let's do it. <laughs> Looks awesome. All right. But I digress. Do you? Do you <laughs> Just know? a scotch. All right. Go ahead, Darcy. You're taking it away I'm today. Gonna, I'm going to take it away. So this is another haunted location. Um, and I've actually been there. And I will say it's a spooky place. Um, <clears throat> if you're not familiar, it's located on the west bank of the Penobscot River. And it's in an area known as the Penobscot Narrows. When you're outside during the day, it's a very pretty place. At night, it transforms. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the history first. Um, history is my favorite subject in the whole entire world. So <laughs> I, I hope you guys are ready for this. <laughs> Many moons ago during our country's infancy, Maine was continuously involved in border disputes with British Canada. Fort Knox was established in 1844 to protect the Penobscot River Valley against a possible British naval attack. It was built on 124 acres and has an observatory taller than the Statue of Liberty. What? What? Crazy. Chief Engineer you Joseph... Cry. You cry, cry. <laughs> <laughs> Chief Engineer Joseph Totten, I think is how you say that, along with a number of other engineers, designed the fort, and it was named after Major General Henry Knox. Henry Knox was America's first Secretary of War, and he was actually born in Boston, but he moved to Thomaston, Maine once he retired in 1796. So, you know, just a few years ago. <laughs> Prior to Fort Knox being built, America lost 43 ships in the river and suffered approximately 500 casualties in what was the worst naval defeat for the U.S. 
or the worst naval defeat the U.S. had seen until Pearl Harbor, which is kind of crazy. I like can't do like deep ocean ships lost, that kind of stuff. It gives me the heebie-jeebies big time. Don't take a boat in the Penobscot River then. I don't know. Yeah. I think all those 500 ghosts will probably pull you back down. I Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> not doing it. Um, so while Fort Knox has never actually seen any battle, it is located next to the river where those 500 lives were lost. So it is very possible that those spirits could be active and not just in the river. The fort would be staffed with soldiers during times of war, and many deaths did occur there. In 1900, the fort received a permanent torpedo storehouse for storing naval mines, which is now used as the visitor center. And then in 1923, the federal government declared the fort as excess property and listed it for sale. It was purchased for a whopping $2,121 by the state of Maine. What? Can you believe that? So in 1923, <laughs> $2,100 was probably like $1,000,000. Equivalent yeah, to a million. I don't know. Dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't it crazy? It I, really like, is. I've been there. You can't so buy I've, a shitty car for that much money. <laughs> no, but you can buy fucking Fort Knox. Like that's right? crazy. If I would have been alive then and had that much money, I totally would have bought it. I'm just saying. Or a state of Maine, if you ever want to sell it for that, I will buy it. <laughs> I'll give you some profit. How about we do yeah. three grand? <laughs> yeah. Maybe thirty five hundred. Money on it. <laughs> So that was the um, very short history of Fort Knox because history is boring and I don't want to do any more research on it than that. <laughs> but I just wanted to let you guys know some of it. <laughs> so the paranormal. So when did you go here? Because I know, and they went here on uh, Destination Fear, which is cool. So there's an episode where you can like watch that. Yeah, it's a, I put that in here. Like, Oh, cool. Did you, what? did you go before then? Okay, cool. I sure did. They copied me. I'm just kidding. Obviously. <laughs> Obvi. Uh, so the paranormal. Fort Knox is well known for having paranormal activity and has been on several TV shows, including one of my favorites, Destination <laughs> Fear, which is now Project Fear. So go watch them on YouTube. Destination Fear's episode is season three, episode three. And then you can also watch a show called Most Terrifying Places on Earth, Cursed Towns. And that was in 2018. So they did a um, an episode on Fort Knox as well. Yeah, I was trying to remember that episode of Destination Fear, but it was good because they have like tunnels, right? Which is the part that I was like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. So I'll get to that too. And yeah. I am dead set on going back and going everywhere but um oh, we're gonna go back yeah so construction on the fort was said to be grueling and required massive granite blocks to be transported down the river and there was an estimated 100 workers who lost their lives during construction and those who lived there did not have the most comfortable or sanitary arrangements they lived in small tents and had no actual bathrooms i will say now there are bathrooms that are not they're not like built into the fort. Um, they're kind of more off the parking lot, but there are actual bathrooms if you go there, which is nice. So people have reported seeing figures around the property, hearing voices, sounds of heavy breathing, laughing, and being touched. There are also reports of strange lights being seen, a large moving object on the property. People have seen soldiers and they've heard footsteps. 
Visitors have also recorded voices and other strange anomalies. And then there are reports of chained doors being opened and then slamming shut. <clears throat> Sergeant Leopold Hagee, who served as the forest caretaker from, I believe, 1887 to 1900, passed away there and is said to still be patrolling the fort. Um, it was discovered he had passed away when people noticed the flag hadn't been raised one day. And so people went to check on him and they had found that he had passed it's also rumored that a soldier was killed in the B Battery building by a commanding officer. Um, and for anybody who hasn't been there, B Battery is a very isolated building that's separate from the larger fort. And it's like right on the riverbank. Specific reports in this building are people being violently scratched to the point of drawing blood. Hmm. I, it's the laughing for me. Like when it's like, oh, there's yeah. laughing. I'm like, well, and then there's my butthole retracting up inside of my body and then <laughs> i ran <laughs> um another very active area is called long alley and that consists of three sides of the fort and would have been the first line of defense against any invasion um, then there's two-step alley located at the back of the fort and because of the hillside there are two steps every eight, eight feet that go up or down depending on the location you're coming from i really liked two-step alley i don't know i just thought it was cool how big is it? And like when you get there, is it like, wow, this is huge? It, or is massive. it is Yeah. It's massive. And so I can't remember the exact shape of it right now, but in the middle of the entire fort is like a grass, a big grassy area. You can go through there to get to all of the other locations. Yeah, I think and, I remember that. Yeah. It's just, if you look at pictures, you'll see what I mean, but it's, yeah. it's just a really cool place. The casemate is next to the officer's quarters and was used to house cannons. And there are actually some cannons and cannonballs still there, which is really cool. And it's located and it's the location where someone had taken a picture and actually got what appears to be an entire family standing there. So if you. Oh, I saw that picture. Yes, that's a crazy picture. If you go watch that episode, they have. I'll find it. it. So when I do the YouTube video for this, I'll put that in there because it's wild. It is wild. It's almost like like they're standing there just getting their picture taken. Yeah, getting their picture taken is so crazy. crazy. So my experience, I had the amazing opportunities to spend the night at the fort on Friday the 13th in May of 2022. And yes, I purposely stayed there on that specific day because why not? It's Friday the 13th. Duh. So <laughs> some friends and I were with a paranormal group that has since closed. But during the part of the night that they had asked for a volunteer to go stand in this tunnel that went behind the ovens in the kitchen. So the ovens are built into a brick wall. And then behind that wall, there's, there's a tunnel that kind of runs parallel to it to that wall and then it curves to the left to go down behind the ovens and I don't know if that was just to be able to service the ovens or whatever but um you have to kind of to get into the tunnel the entryway is really low so you have to crouch down to get in it and then once you're in there you can stand up because the ceiling is high enough but it's just definitely weird so Anyway, one of the staff members asked if there was anybody who'd be willing to go stand in there by themselves and I of course volunteered because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, so one of the staff members had taken, um, it's like a little cat ball toy and it lights up when it's touched or moved. So they put that in there with me and I remember thinking, shit, it is so fucking dark in this tunnel. So if that thing starts lighting up, I might actually piss my pants. Because oh, 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 so this is the place I remember now you telling. So we've talked about this a couple of different times, yes. but you had talked to me about 
um, like when it was really dark and you yes, know, so you yes. talked to me about that, but you also did tell me about how you were the only one. Yes. This is that place. I yes. didn't realize it was that place. Cause it I think we place. talked about this like a while back. Yeah. So, okay, cool, cool. Yep. So that was the place. Um, it didn't ever, the little ball thing did not ever light up while I was in there and I didn't pee. So all was kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> but when I first stepped into the tunnel, I was completely fine. I like, I didn't feel any particular kind of way. I, it was just, it was a little chilly and it was just really, really dark. Um, I could hear water dripping and it sounded like it was kind of coming from like the area behind the ovens, but it wasn't super loud or anything. It was just something I kind of noticed. Um, but I was, that's one of those things that I feel like I would struggle with at a lot of these places is like, you know, you watch these shows and people make a big deal about every sound, but I'm like, there has to be like, creatures and shit yeah in a lot of these places so like you really have to take like I'm all about like I want definitive proof on things so for me like if it's like all right it's like an abandoned place or some shit there's there's probably a fucking squirrel or a bird or some <laughs> shit like fucking chilling out man like I don't yeah. know like those little things unless it's like like the things that really convince me are like when people ask a question and you get a response and you ask a question, you get a response. Like those things are yeah. far more convincing than like, Oh, there was a random sound. Yeah. Like I don't trust, like I don't trust that there's not some little fucking bandit raccoon shit, like up the you know yeah. hallway getting into some shit. And that place definitely has a lot of bats. And I was actually at one point I was looking down a long hallway and I had my flashlight and I was just shining it down the hallway to see if my flashlight would even penetrate to the end because it is so dark in there that a lot of times you shine your flashlight down the hallway and it won't even make it all the way to yeah. the end of the hallway. It's creepy. <laughs> so anyway, I was I had my flashlight and I'm start shining down the hallway and I see something moving. And <laughs> the last second I see this bat flying right at my <laughs> face. I afraid to jump out of the way and my friends are like, What the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, I just got attacked by a bat. We always but, used to um there were bats in like my grandmother's neighborhood, like when we were in Lynn Mass, that we would always throw rocks in the air, like at like dusk to see them come out of chimneys and shit. Yeah. But no, I always laugh at the, um, at the shows like destination fear or any other YouTubers that go on all these like investigations. And, uh, they're so much more freaked out by like a fucking spider yeah. than like half the shit they hear yeah. and see. <laughs> I, I will be completely honest. When we start going to some of these places, I'm not so much scared about the weird, like paranormal activity and spirits yeah. and whatever. I'm more scared about the bugs because when it comes to bugs, I'm a little fucking bitch. I'm not going to lie. I'm not proud of well, it. Well, there was that one episode of uh, Destination Fear when Chelsea was like on her fucking cot or whatever yeah. in like, where were they? I think it was like the um, the whiskey place maybe oh, or whatever. Maybe. And she was like, there's just crickets and bugs everywhere, yeah. like everywhere. It's yeah, so I don't like that. But I have been watching this lady on YouTube who has the little fuzzy jumping spiders and they're really fucking cute. They're really cute and I hate spiders. So I'm like, this is helping. This is helping. I don't like spiders. I don't. I don't. I don't. And I did see something where Dr. Mike said there's literally like no spider on this planet that could actually kill you because with the interventions, like you could get like if you got any kind of spider bite these days, there's like basically no spiders that could actually really hurt you like that. Yeah, I don't care. I, I still freaking the fuck but out. It does help to know. It's, I feel like that's, that's, it's like, that they're creepy. It's, yeah. They have like these, it's their creepy movements and yeah, they I move just don't fast. Like, I, don't like and, yeah, I don't like them. I, so, um, 
crickets and stink bugs are completely harmless to humans, but they freak me the fuck out. So, and I it's not harmless to my nose. Did you ever squish one of them fuckers? They really do stink really bad. <laughs> I so I sprayed one. I with did it once and threw it in the trash and was like, "Fuck, what is that fucking smell?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I've never stink squished bug. one." I sprayed one with box, uh, box. Wow, uh, Axe body spray. <laughs> Words are really hard. Wow, well, well, this took a turn. <laughs> I on my buck. Holy shit. Wow, I didn't know we were doing OnlyFans in here. <laughs> I smack speak English. Oh, I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> Axe body spray. And then I killed it. It didn't help. <laughs> She said, "Oh God, that's so fucking funny!" <laughs> All right, so we're gonna, oh. we're not gonna talk about a box anymore. <laughs> okay, I'm sweating. <laughs> Port Cox. <laughs> oh, so anyway, back to this tunnel. So <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> we sprayed it. Um. So as I said, I was standing in the tunnel, not feeling any particular way. It was just dark. It was a little cold, whatever. Everybody else that was there was standing in another room that was next to the kitchen and they had some equipment. So they're asking questions, trying to get responses on the equipment and just, you know, see what can happen. And out of nowhere, the right side of my face got really hot and every hair on my body stood up. And I have no idea why this happened or why my face would have felt hot. And normally with ghosts or spirits when they're present people report up feeling a drop in temperature it's actually cold so i don't know why i felt hot and it was the side of my face that was facing the rest of the tunnel that would curve and go down behind it so it was just very weird and then i got this really intense feeling that i was not alone in the tunnel and i felt like something or someone was watching me like it was just I went from feeling completely fine to like somebody flipped a switch and all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, there's something in here with me. And I didn't want to turn, like I did want to turn my flashlight on to see, but then I also didn't because <laughs> I was like, if there's a face or eyes looking back at me. I'm- well, it is weird too, because even if like something happened that like, like, all right, the biggest, I think the biggest issue with a lot of paranormal investigating or whatever is the fact that what at what point is it just your mind playing tricks on you but I've never heard of anyone becoming flush on one side you know like so like if your temperature increased or your face got hot you know like if you're drinking wine or something that's not like one side's going to be impacted which is the weirdest part like why would that happen and a lot of times if I'm like if I do drink alcohol I can feel my entire face getting hot like I can feel the heat coming off of my face yeah Yeah, I I, get hot I hate it yeah so but it's like your whole face but in this your whole face yeah not one side the left side of my face and I was just like that's weird and I wasn't I wasn't psyching myself out because I wasn't even really paying attention to the fact that I was still in the tunnel I was listening to what they were doing in the next room and seeing if they could get anything because I was like oh that, that's yeah cool. so like, you weren't like even if it was like you psyching yourself out for whatever reason yeah. you weren't even thinking about that I wasn't yeah. even thinking about it I was just like oh I'm it's sitting so tough top. right because I feel like this these are all those things where it's like you can like like the Estes method when you see people doing the Estes methods like you can be like I can't hear anything but like anybody watching a video or whatever isn't gonna know for sure that you can't 
I like the idea of being able to do it like from totally different rooms because then obviously it's more likely that people would believe you. Yeah. But still, it's like you could be like, I promise I'm not lying. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I know this method when I've tried it and I've had the headphones on, I know that there's so much static in those headphones that you can't hear anything. Yeah. So like, I know that. I know how it is. I know how it works. But people who haven't tried it or haven't done it, they That's they why if you want to try it, schedule uh, to come uh, yeah. on an investigation with Paranormal Slumber Party. Yeah. My left foot is asleep. Um, anyway. We're going to come up with a schedule soon, folks. Working on it today, Working actually. on it. So I did eventually turn my flashlight on and I shined it up. I did not see anything looking back at me, which was a relief, but... I have no way to explain why I felt that way. And it, it did go away. It was like that for a few minutes and then it went away. And I was just like, I, I don't understand what just happened, but okay. So later we were all in two-step alley and we went com- what's called completely lights out. So there were probably about 20 of us that this were- This is the part, not to interrupt you, but like when you were telling me about this, it's like, I can picture exactly yeah, what it, you're talking about. Um. So we were doing what's called light out when everybody turns their flashlight out. No flash, flashlights off. <laughs> flashlight. Nobody has their phones out. Like there's there's no light. Um, and there are probably about 20 of us that were spread down this alley. So we're all sitting. Uh, no, we weren't all sitting. Some of us were standing. Some of us were sitting. Um, but nobody was moving. Nobody had any lights. And we're asking questions, trying to get responses. And I was actually at the end with my three friends that I had come with and we were standing in like kind of this little area where it was just us four and then everybody else was spread like down the hallway to the or the alley to the left of us um so I had a friend next to me and then a friend across from me and there was probably about four feet between the one that was across from me and this place is dark and when I say it's dark it's like darker than dark. You can't see anything. I couldn't see my friend who was actually standing across from me because it was so dark. So we're standing there and people are asking questions, trying to get responses, but I kept seeing like a shadow that was darker than the dark. And it looked like it was right in front of me, like almost nose to nose with me. And I thought my friend was trying to mess with me and just freak me out. So I didn't say anything. But then out of nowhere, she was like, Darcy, why are you standing so close to me? Like, why are you getting in my face? <laughs> I immediately got chills and I was like, I'm not. I literally have my back up against the wall. I'm not in your face. So her and I were both seeing a shadow in front of us that was almost nose to nose to us like it was staring at us. And we both thought it was each other, but it wasn't. It's so weird too, because you know, like everyone's experienced like that kind of darkness at some point, even if it's just for a second, but like, you know, you can't see anything, but you just can tell that there is, I know exactly what you mean. And I don't know if I ever thought about it before, like whether or not I thought, oh, this is like legit something, or if it was just like, my brain is just fucking with me, you know, cause it's dark. But the fact that you both saw it at the same time, is so wild. So crazy. And I, I, it was definitely like it was taller than me and I'm not that I'm very tall anyway, but my friend who's sitting across from me, she's taller than me. So to me, that made sense. Like she's just yeah. trying she's being a dick. She's trying to freak me out, but she wasn't. So it was definitely a strange occurrence, not saying that it's definitely paranormal or that it's definitely anything, but it was just one of those things where we were both like, what the fuck? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> 
Um, another really notable thing that happened and I will send you, I'll try to send you the recording and maybe we can add I think this. you, I, you did. So did I'll I have to see if you? I have it. Yes. Um, so we were, it was part of the night where, um, you can actually break off by yourself and go explore. So the staff from this paranormal group, they went back to like this one location where they would stay put. So everybody would know where to find them. And then the rest of us who, who paid to be there could go off and explore the fort by ourselves or with our group that we come with, whatever. So my friends and I found, um, this hallway and I don't remember exactly where it was because there's so many hallways and ins and outs, but we found this hallway finally that nobody else was in and nobody was really near us so that it was quiet. We're like, great, let's do an EVP session because everything else that we try to do, there were people too close that it could have been compromised. And if you heard something, yeah. I don't know if it's really something or somebody that's near you. So we decided to sit down asking questions on a recorder. Well, actually, it was one of my friends. She used the voice memo on her phone because the recorder that I brought wasn't working. Um, so I asked Leopold Hagee, which was the caretaker that died there. I said, are you still here? And at the time, we didn't hear anything. So we continued to ask questions, go on with it. And then we decided to stop and play it back to see if we could hear anything. And about three seconds after you hear me ask, Leopold Hagee, are you still here? You hear a very faint yes. And we were all like, holy shit, we actually got a response. But it was also like three o'clock in the morning. So we're like, maybe we're just all fucking tired and crazy yeah. at this point. Maybe we're just, <laughs> we want to hear something. Delusional, yeah. Tired. So we went back to... um the part of the building where the staff members were. And there were like four or five of them that were standing there. And we told them that we thought we got something on the recorder. We didn't tell them what we thought we heard. We just said, we think we got something, but we're not sure. So we're going to play it back for you. So we did. Every single one of them, when we played it back, they all said, he says, yes, he, mm -hmm. he actually mm -hmm. answered you. So that was really cool. So it's one thing like when you see shadows and stuff and like you think it's something, but you're like, I don't know, my eyes playing tricks yeah. on me. But for me, it's so validating when you can hear something actually yeah. respond to you when you ask it a question. So that was the, just really, really cool. And I played it for my husband when I got home the next day and it gave him goosebumps. But I just – that place is – so amazing and i cannot wait to go back i am definitely going back i don't know exactly when yet and hopefully we can bring people with us so that they can well we've reached out to them yeah, right we yeah. have reached out to we just have to sort out some more specifics with them so yeah so they're open to um people going there and spending the night there obviously like you can't just go there on your own and do it but when you're with mm -hmm. a paranormal group they are definitely open to that so that's something that we'll be doing definitely one of the locations in I think for people to understand how massive and spooky and dark this place is, you have to experience it for yourself. Yeah. Like even seeing it on TV, you kind of get Nothing, an idea. But that's but like taking pictures of things. Like if you ever go on like a trip, like I went to Scotland and like you pull over on the side of the road and you want to take a picture of this yeah. massive like countryside, which is amazing. And you can like feel it inside and you take a picture. I was like, that looks fucking stupid. Like it looks so dumb. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But well, have you seen, um, I've seen it mostly on YouTube, so I don't know if you've seen it or not, but there's actually this recording device that's not made anymore that was like discontinued back in the, it's a really cool story, actually. It was discontinued back in the day. I think it's a Panasonic something or other. I'd have to look it up. And um, it was discontinued because people had bought it for the purpose of like personal use or whatever. And they kept complaining that they were picking up other voices that weren't around. So they were like, we don't want this, right? So... 
now apparently how it works though which is really cool is the people who have them will take them on investigations and it will only play if it picked something up so like you could record for like 20 minutes but when you play it back you might have like seven minutes of recording because that's all that it picked up which is cool because like cuts out all the crap yeah but i want to get one and they're like two grand on like etsy because they don't make them anymore and shit i mean on like ebay and shit huh that's what me and bought fort knox for two grand (laughs) two grand yeah (laughs) i can get a recorder for that Um, but no, like I do struggle when I watch a lot of those, when like you listen and there's been like a a couple of times where I'll be watching a show and they'll play something back and it's like, okay, I heard very clearly what that said supposedly, but then you'll hear them play it back and it's like, and then they're like, oh, that definitely clearly said this. And then it's like, well, now I hear that because that's what you said it said. But like, I don't like that kind of like putting it in your head. And that's why we didn't want to tell them what we thought we heard because right, you know, like, yeah, we put it in their head what we heard. We just need them to tell us what. Yeah. And so for every one of them to be like, it says yes. Yeah. Like, Fuck yes. yes. Yes, it did. Leopold Higgy answered. <laughs> I heard it too. What though, up, Leo? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what up, bro? Bro, you doing, bro? bro. Um, so in Destination Fear, actually, when they were trying to make contact with Leopold Higgy, they. Oh they no! Had, they they, they were trying to make contact with him. They were in, I think it was Two Step Alley, yes. and they got an EVP that said you are trespassing. Well, well, no, and they had like um, they were have they were picking up like a, a thermal right yeah, on I the wall. Yes, 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 on that one spot. And which that was, was in B Battery, where the soldier was allegedly that, killed. Yes, right where he was supposed to be so, killed. B Battery, by the way, so fucking creepy, but I love it. It's already creepy enough because it's right on the excuse me, right on the riverbank away from the rest of the fort. But you have to go down a lot of stairs to actually get down to like the floor, the building. So there's a lot of stairs to go down, and that itself is creepy because you feel like you're going down to hell because there's so many stairs, and like you get you go down like 50 stairs and then a landing, and then you're like oh my God, there's still more stairs. Like oh, how far underground wild, yeah. am I going? <laughs> it's super creepy. So I know in Destination Fear, one of them had to spend, Chelsea spent the night in there alone. I'm like, dude, she's got some fucking big kahunas because that is creepy. I'm not yeah. saying that I wouldn't do it. It would take me some building up to do it because it's yeah. very creepy. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to go. I'm so excited. I know. We have so many fun things coming. I know. So excited. So yeah, definitely check out Paranormal Slumber Party because we are going to start going to some of these places. And- yeah. We have a Facebook page and we're working on our schedule and we're working on getting in contact with places. We are also working on getting on in contact with local places um, because obviously a lot of the people that are following us right now are local to us and it's kind of cool too. I've been thinking a lot about the idea of like finding new places. Like yeah. some of these places could be, could have a lot of activity. So it's really cool to be like, we might be the first ones to make this like a popular yeah. thing. And so if any of you know of places. Well then of course, then we're going to, you know, hopefully bring people from out of town here to see these places, yeah. which is even cooler because you know, you want to always give back to your community and this is a cool way to be able to potentially do that. Yeah, Absolutely. And we're not staying in just New Hampshire. Um, we are going to, it's going to be mostly New England right now. Um, I like to dream big. So eventually I'd like to think that we could go travel across the country and maybe even to oh other God, countries to overseas. do this. Yeah. yeah I, that's going to no, be. No, I, I for sure. I'm on the same page. Absolutely. If we get to the point of having enough followers and enough people interested in doing it without a doubt. I mean, you know, the, the biggest challenge we were talking about today is just, you know, we're, 
you only have so many weekends in a month, right? So having the ability to to know that we have people who are willing to maybe even come on the weeknights too yeah. sometimes. Um, and obviously, like if we're talking about eventually branching out to places that are a day's drive away or something like that, yeah, you're going to have to, you know, maybe plan and take some time off work. But like, there's plenty of people who do that. But those will be for the bigger places, you know, the places that uh, Joliet prison places yeah. that are huge like that, that have a lot of people that go there regularly. I am. Um, also, I'm not a great flyer at all. So really? having to fly anywhere is going to be a fucking experience. Let me tell you. So whoever's yeah, on my flight, I'm sorry. Are fun. Road I trips prefer are fun, driving. So I don't, I'd, I'd prefer driving anyway because it's less expensive. I mean, right now, flight, usually flights are expensive. So yeah, it's I don't. I would even just pay a lot more money just to drive because I hate flying well, that much. Well, we're in New England. We have a lot around here anyway, even within just a handful of driving hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can get to the Conjuring House. We can get to... You know, lots of places mm-hmm. on the East Coast. It's you know, it's and really I'm not all that awful. About that. I'm all about driving. And then there's like, I mean, Ohio's a hike, but uh, there's Pennsylvania, which is like in between, and there's plenty of places. I want to go to Penhurst. I do too. <gasps> so bad. So bad. Yeah. These are the kinds of places that are like our big ones that we want to plan. That will be like maybe once or twice a year, at least in the beginning, because yeah. they are more expensive to go to. They are further away for us. So, you know, um, it's going to take us some time to be able to go to those places. But again, we're in New England, so we have plenty around here. We've mm-hmm. got Salem right down the street and there's going. lots in Salem. There's lots of places there. So yep. excuse you, sir, on your motorcycle. Anybody heard that? That was not either one of us farting that a motorcycle. Just Darcy ripping by. ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a blow-up chair in here that would Are you, really echo. Oh, I can't even get out of that thing. Are you playing up the same roll person? The side. Yeah, I am. Good. Were do you it. thinking of the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have such an attitude problem, Darcy? I don't know. Let's see how let's see if we have less people this time, right? Oh wait. Oh, there is less. It's at 71. Hold on. I think it was like 74 last time. I forgot. But there's new people. Balls. Oh, this one's Portsmouth. Last seen in the Rochester area. All right, let's do this one just because it's like right here. This is where we're office where our office is here. Although, gosh, there's so, oh, there's so many new people. I hate I it. I know. It makes me sad. It really gives me anxiety. I don't know. I don't like it. All right. We're such a small state, so why do we, we keep are. having people going missing? You just expect it more out of like more bigger states. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, or states with bigger cities and stuff. Like I don't know. What the fuck? You're in New Hampshire. Like, where are you guys going? I know. I'd have, like I said, I have friends that thought we didn't even have people living in New Hampshire until they moved here. And they were like, "Wow, people live here. It's not Wild just trees." trees. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Is it so? so anyway. All right. So this one is for David William Dumond. Current age is 47, missing from Portsmouth, New Hampshire, although it says last seen in Rochester, so I don't really know it. Um, investigating agency is the Portsmouth Police Department, reported missing on May 17th, 2023. Um, clothing is unknown in the photo here. He is bald with uh, like a gray goatee, so beard and uh, mustache. Height 5'10", weight approximately 200 pounds, white male. Um, Again, last seen in Rochester, New Hampshire area. If you have any information, reach out to the missing persons department at 603-223-3859. 
Yeah, I'm just scrolling here now because I'm like, oh, this one, I hate this so much. Didn't they determine? I'm looking yeah. at ha- Harmony Montgomery, guys, uh, for those of you who follow true crime, but I'm pretty sure they determined she's not no longer alive, but mm-hmm. it's awful. I And I feel like it's crazy to me that there's still not any more information, like not really much more information on her situation. It's just wild. I don't even understand how that happens. She's so cute. She's adorable. <sighs> I hate people. I really do. Same. Some of these don't even have a photo, which is weird, right? Yeah. Like, it's not would... old. It's like, it was reported missing 520. So Are like, they underage? Do they not have, like, any sort of 21. License? Well, then I don't freaking know. 26, 46. All these people don't have photos. I've never seen one without a photo. You would think they would have a license or some sort of legal ID picture that they yeah, could it's use. It's so, super weird. And they have, like, no information on them, which is great. How are, you supposed to be able to, how are you supposed to be able to help? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway. Yep, so that's it uh, for today, right? Yeah? Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, that was a fun one. It was. I was going to try to do Sheila Labar, Labar today, and we might be able that's to. That's just going to be a big one, though. I mean, I know most of it because I've done so much research on it, but. She's crazy. She, fucking, she is fucking wild and crazy, man. But she had a wild upbringing, too. Yeah. So maybe I should try to be her friend. You guys really can fuck your kids up, so try not to, okay? I'm not saying that, like, her parents are to blame, but, like, she was fucked up. I mean, I'm kind of saying her dad was to blame. Yeah, I don't think it helped. No, no. But, yeah, so... uh, On that note. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so um, if you haven't followed us on facebook uh paranormal slumber party we're on there we also have the shark show show. i'm kind of shitty at updating on the shark show i gotta be better at that i got a lot i'm juggling right now but um but yeah follow us because we will be updating the paranormal slumber party page with schedules and things like that as they start to come about so that's where you're going to be able to find all of that and um anything else mrs darcy nope thanks for listening shark heads yeah, we had like a bigger influx this week on downloads for the last episode. So spanks, everyone. Spank you all. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> all right. Enjoy your day, shartheads. We will speak with you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.